you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about last week. So I realize that some of the positions that we're trading got hit with larger than uh, normal losses in the down move last Monday. And also that some of you may be a little bit frustrated or perhaps even scared uh, that that happened. Uh, now, when events like this happen, uh, you know, I understand that there can be an urge to try and fix it. In other words, fix what happened or an urge to switch strategies to maybe something that didn't get hit this particular time. But I'd like to, uh, if you would allow me to share some wisdom with you that I've gained through my years of experience, is that there are strategies that did fine through Monday's move. And there are things that you could have done to avoid a losing situation with the trades that you had on. And at the same time, realize that whatever that other strategy was that did okay during that time period or whatever that thing you could have done was on Monday in order to not lose. If you do that thing consistently, whatever that move or strategy was that happened to win in that last event, whatever you did is going to create a losing result in the future when the timing is different or the implied volatility is different or the price movement is different. For example, you know, you could have been heavily put protected and that might have saved the trade this time. But realize if you were to put protect your position consistently, if you were to do it all the time, that costs a lot of money over time. And if you get into a very low implied volatility situation like the grinding up markets of 2013 in the Russell or the end of 2017 in the SPX, many of the positions, you know, and it's not just our strategies, but a lot of positions in general, a lot of them lost money during those up moves during that whole period. And that's without the drag of put protection. And if you had added put protection consistently in your strategy, that protection, the drag of that protection would have made things substantially worse during that period of time. And I would argue so bad that you would probably have dropped the put protection by say the first month of January in 2018, you know, just at the right time for the market to come down because you would have said, well, this strategy isn't working anymore and then you're gonna make a switch, right? The point being, you know, whatever you do consistently is going to have a problem at some point in the marketplace. Now, some people might say, well, you know, I, I don't use put protection, I use ratio spreads, right? Because some people use what we call ratio spreads or short ratio diagonals sometimes. And yeah, those can sometimes be utilized for a credit or at no cost, and they sometimes gain money. Sometimes they will gain money when the market drops, but you have to realize that those positions too, they still have risk. As a matter of fact, they have a substantial amount of risk, and anything you do you know, anything you do has risk. And, you know, in these types of positions, as in ratio spreads or reverse diagonals, diagonals uh, ratios, if implied volatility does certain things, that type of hedge itself can sometimes lose, lose money when the market drops. Sometimes a substantial amount with the money. So this hedge that you put on that was supposed to protect your position, you know, in a down move in itself loses money. And now you're down substantially more than you would be than if you had nothing on at all. So my point being that, you know, we can do, we can set up situations where we do well in any situation with options, but we can't do so by applying a singular set of rules universally across all situations. That just doesn't happen because the situations vary so much. What we can do, however, is we can get to know 
our rule sets. The good parts of them and the bad parts of them. You know, as they say, warts and all. We get to know our rule sets, warts and all. And we can, you know, then appreciate and utilize their strengths and at the same time understand their weaknesses and then learn how to cover for those weaknesses when the time is appropriate to do so. And in order to do this, we need to, the first thing we need to do is we need to fully understand and fully experience the weaknesses, either through live trading or back testing, until we fully understand why the weaknesses are there and when they're likely to be a problem. Because it's only then and that we can know how and when to cover for the weaknesses, right? Because our objective here is to is to understand our positions and understand when they're particularly vulnerable to certain things and when those weaknesses are to be uh, likely to be exploited. So this is critically important for your development. And you know the way we want to proceed with trading is going to depend on what stage you're in. And this is why we came up with the stages, because it's really important to take things within the frame of your stage if you want to become great as a trader. So in stages one through three, I encourage you to focus on having integrity with yourself and following your plan. Weeks like last week, they're a test. It's a test to see if you have what it takes to become a successful trader. Realize that anyone can follow plans when things go well. But to create the discipline we need to become great, you know, we, be, we need to build the skill of having integrity and following our plans as we're navigating a storm. We need to be able to follow our plans and have discipline when things you know, seem hopeless temporarily. That is imperative. So my advice to you is to make sure that you are trading the appropriate size for you, note the learnings from the event, and then be disciplined and stay the course and continue on to the next trade as if nothing happened. Okay, and that's again, that's stages one through three. For traders in stage four, you know, I, I essentially have the same comments, but now, that you're trading with many different strategies, and we had an event like this, I'd like you to go back and test the different strategies or any strategies that you know through the event. And this is not so that you can switch strategies, right? Just because something did well this particular event, this particular time doesn't mean it's going to be the end-all and be-all trading strategies, right? You go back to gain understanding. Notice which strategies did well. Notice which strategies did poorly. Try different hedging techniques. Notice how they did and see if you can figure out why the position reacted as it did. Another really important thing to do would be to try slightly different timing cycles and positions because often your profit and loss results are not the result of the technique or the trading strategy, but they're the result of timing. So it's very beneficial to go into different cycles and different timing scenarios with your positions. So we want to be aware of that. So for example, you can say, this was my position in September and it did this, it lost. Well, what if the position was in August instead of September? What if it was in October instead of September? What if it was in one of the weeklies, like halfway between the cycles? What if I was positioned slightly differently? What if my shorts were at 1,500 rather than 1,510? 
or I, you know, did verticals with this, uh, with my short strikes instead of my long strikes, or I had put protection this day, but not that day, or I bought it at this strike and not that strike, right? Get the learnings from all those scenarios. And then we do that so that we can apply them later on. So that would be for like a stage four trader, but for our stage five traders, you know, this is why we have trading with the pros. This is where we apply what we've learned in stages one through four subjectively in order to cover for vulnerabilities when they're likely to happen or when they're likely to be exploited. Yeah, and we explained Wednesday in our trading with the pro session how we dealt with the rut coming into last Monday's move and through the week and you know how we dealt with that. And you know next week or yeah next week we're going to be looking at how we dealt with the SPX trades. The SPX trades. Uh, we're actually reacted much more uh, favorably to this event. So they turned out uh, quite well if they were done, again, with this uh, subjective tone to them. But where if you were in just a standard trade, maybe it might have been a little more difficult. My point being, again, just you know, keep in mind this is a learning event. Take it as it is. And you know, be focused on learning from from things like this, so that you can apply, you can get better as a trader, and and apply that to your trading. And this is just something in the comments. Thank you, Luis. Success. It is a function of timing, but as well is the fact that uh, it must be the appropriate strategy was used by serendipity or skilled trader design. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we have, uh, that's a very good point, right? It, it, it's using the right strategies and techniques at the right times. And we, we can't always do that either. I mean, you can be the most skilled trader in the world and things happen, tweets come out, right? And um, we get this really huge move in the marketplace and sometimes you, you, you lose, but we can do better a lot more often. We can avoid or recover from certain types of losses and things like that when we start to become more skilled and we start looking at timing and things like that.